love, love, love that you brought this up. It's so true. That happens to me every day. Well, not every day. I don't go to yoga every day, but that happened to me in yoga today. She's like, cross your arms. This, I'm like, oh my God, why can't, like, I felt like, why can I not do this ever? But the other way feels so natural. About triggers and triggers and trauma and various other things. Well, I mean, it's all, they're all habitual thinking. It's all thought created with something that you want to have yeah. in place, right? Yeah. So you have that power. Like you get to be whoever you want to be. Realizes us from even trying. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so again, it is always, always, always a step-by-step-by-step -step -step process. I'm Fatih Light. And I'm Rick Rupenthal. Welcome to An Honest Look. Where we look at transformation from the inside out. Unplugged. Unscripted. And in the moment. Yes, we are. Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> Welcome to an honest look. It's just us. It's just us again. Yes. It's just us again. One of our, um, what well, this is us was one of our potential names for this podcast, but we went for an honest look. <laughs> and and I like the honest look. I love the honest look, and it is just us today. <laughs> Good to see you, Rick. Yeah, thank you, thank you, uh, and uh, and 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 really good to see you too. Uh, it's been one heck of a week, hasn't it? Right, and we're on time. It's four o'clock. We came yes. on on time. Yeah, we didn't keep people waiting. Audio is working today. Things do turn around. What's that? Things do turn around. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's I mean that's part of what we we kind of keep pointing to, uh, reminding people that you know as much as it feels like we're not making any progress or we're hanging on for you know like it's taking a long time you know when you look back you've come a long way we've come a long way we just mm -hmm. have a habit <laughs> looking at everything that we don't get done right that's that's yes. how, kind of how we're wired right yes. to to focus on where we're not to focus on what we haven't gotten done and focus on how much we still have to do and all the things that have gone wrong, right? It's all habits in case you, you know, notice that's what we're going to be focusing on today. <laughs> and one of the habits I would like to get into, and this is a little spontaneous though, is I'd like to introduce you. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. How are you going to introduce me? <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I just think, you know, like at the start of our podcast, we, you know, we, we have guests and we introduce them. Do, do them right at the beginning but a lot of times you know in, in this podcast you know um we just get right in into it and we rarely you know say you know hey i'd like you to meet a good friend of mine a colleague a wonderful coach right Fatty light thank you for that introduction same to you and you know what i'm, I'm gonna take this opportunity to spill some beans if i can <laughs> you're gonna spill some beans yeah can i spill some beans and yes I go Sure. Let people know that we're going to be releasing a couple of uh, special episodes where we're going to be interviewing each other so oh, that yes. you can find out about what we're all about, where we came from, what our stories are. Where, who is Rick? Who's the man behind the name? <laughs> <laughs> and Fatih, right? But, 
what's that all about right you know, so, yeah that's going to be an exciting uh, episode so be sure you subscribe follow us on facebook or on youtube um we're also on linkedin and um yeah you'll get notification uh, when those shows are going to happen absolutely yeah so well let's dive in <laughs> let's make it a habit of talking about each other <laughs> I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop. Okay. All right. <laughs> it, can, it can be a good habit. There's good and bad habits. Should well, we that's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that we talked about this earlier, right? You know, we talk about the power of breaking habits, you know, and, and when we're talking about breaking habits, we tend to point towards the ones that don't seem to serve us very well. Like we call them bad habits. Right. And, you know, and, and we all have them. Uh, we're, we live with habits all the time. Some of them are actually good habits and maybe we should hang on to them. Um, they do serve us well. well tr truthfully, that's what we are trying to create, right? In um, personal development, we're trying to create more empowering habits, right? Because once habits are actually really, really beneficial to us, right? Because once something becomes a habit, you have automated that action and now it takes you a lot less effort to bring yourself to do it so they actually really serve us mm -hmm. i guess what we we will talk speak to is like can we intentionally choose them right the more intentionally you choose them the more aware you are of your habits and the more you can have them work for you instead of against you and i guess that's where the good and bad label comes in right the bad label comes from a place of it's not really serving you, right? It's working against you. It's not getting you where you want to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe at some point it did, now it no longer does, right? But what makes habits habits is the fact that we do something over and over again so many times and now becomes a part of who we are, right? Yeah, well, it, it's that um, unconsciously, um, competent piece right right that's when that's when you know i mean the early stages we we are uh consciously incompetent in other words there's something that that uh, you know we're not good at you know at first we were we stumbled when we started to learn how to walk um right. you know we kept falling over we kept trying different things and finally it worked now thank goodness i don't have to worry about that anymore <laughs> at least I hope to, right? And and it becomes what we term unconsciously competent. In other words, it's like our driving. I don't have to think about driving when I come in. It. I don't have to think about, you know, the words or the language or how to speak. Right. Or, you know, think, right. Yeah. think about when you learn a new language. If you've ever tried to learn a new language, it's really, really hard to get the words out, right? Yeah. And now you know, just think of me. This is not my first language. I don't, you know, I no longer think about it because it has become ingrained in who I am. Yeah. Right? So habits are actually not just what we do in our everyday life, but they're also um, our thinking, habitual thinking, the way we process things, the way we associate things. I, I, I don't know if you saw it on, um, on Instagram. I actually read a little piece from Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza, yeah, where yeah. he talks about this, you know, like how much um, 
we're conditioned to do things, right? And it becomes who we are. It creates our personality, right? And our personality is created by all the habitual things that we do every day, yeah. right? Yeah. So the more we become aware of the things that we do and the ways of thinking that we have, right? The thought patterns that run us, and the more we are in the driver's seat versus the pattern driving. Driving, driving the behavior, yeah. 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 Uh, and, and of course that points to the, for me, the number one thing that, that uh, creates all change is having the awareness piece, right? right? I mean, just unconsciously, we think everything's, everything's fine. You know, innocently we're carrying on with what we are, but when we are really aware of, you know, something that's not serving us, that's the first opportunity for change. And I'm, re I'm reminded a bit of a story about, um, um, scientists, you know, the scientists with, uh, with mice and rats and they put them in a maze and they try and get them to go through all the maze. And at the end, there's a, there's a, a door and they, and if they go through the door, they get rewarded. Mm -hmm. And they, so they have to, they have to knock on the door and then the, and then they get the reward. Well, a rat will keep doing that over and over and over again, creating a habit, right? Because something, something was rewarded on the end. And all I have to do is keep doing it and I'll get rewarded. Well, part of that experiment is they take the reward away. Well, mm. the rat goes down the maze, gets to gets to where the reward was supposed to be, and there's no reward. Mm. Okay. Next day, he keeps going down the maze, down the maze, going to the door. No reward. Now, you know the difference between a rat and a human? The rat Sorry. knows when to stop. <laughs> but we habitually because it served us well once or over a period of time we keep going back to it we keep using it and using it and using it mostly out of habit expecting different results or the same results and and we're not getting them so you know then we have to be aware of that and then it's a lack of awareness because yeah. if you're not aware how are you going to turn around and change it? Yeah, right? totally. Awareness is always the very, very, very first step. Yeah. Once the awareness comes in, now you you understand that there's something that at the very least you need to look at, right? And then it comes the fun part. Mm, okay. What do we do about it? <laughs> what do we do about it? What do we do about it, right? Because the, what we're up against is... That this is an automated action or you know way of thinking or a pattern that we have right so oftentimes even after that awareness sets in it slips our awareness because we do it without thinking right yes. that's what make, makes it automated we yes. just do it without thinking right so the awareness piece i find is also part of the process right in, in, in the sense that the awareness comes in at first, and then now the work is to catch it, right? The, the very first step is not now that I know I'm going to change all my habits, I'm going to be a different person. It doesn't quite work that way, right? Mm -hmm. Now that I'm aware of it, I'm going to start catching it. And at first, I don't catch it all the time. At first, I realized after I did something, like, oh, I did that again, you know, like, I realize afterwards, right? And the trick there, right? And this is where we're going to get a little bit deeper into how do we change habits. The trick there is to change another habitual way of doing things, which is getting angry at ourselves. Okay. Right? 
So that's the trick. You notice, oh crap, I did that again. Do not let yourself go in the rabbit hole of now beating yourself up, feeling guilty, feeling like I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to change this, right? Don't tell yourself the story. Don't get in the story, right? Okay, well, at least I saw it. Focus on the fact that at least you realize you're doing it because you most likely won your entire life without realizing it until yeah. that point, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's the very, very, very step. And the more you do that, the more compassionate you are towards yourself and the more times you're going to catch it. And guess what? Repetition rewires the brain. Now you're going to catch yourself more and more and quicker and quicker until you're going to, you're going to be the one in charge. It's going to be able to actually pattern interrupt, yeah. right? Pattern interrupt and start shifting things into what you intentionally choose to do. So and that's one part. But you have to decide, what am I swapping it with? What am I going to do instead, right? So awareness, then you start practicing catching yourself. But you also have to have something to replace it with. Because guess what? We do a certain things in a certain way. We need something to fill, fill in that gap, right? Yeah. What are we going to fill it in with? So you're going to intentionally pick what you're going to do instead, right? And, and over time, with patience and a lot of compassion towards yourself, the rewiring process of the brain starts. But it takes yeah. time. Well, it takes it, it. It does. It does. And and in some ways, I mean, that part that to become unconsciously competent in, in that. Yes, there's there's that piece of repetition. And, you know, there's lots of articles about that you know the 21 days of breaking a habit uh 10,000 hours you know there are a lot of different things that it, it takes right um i i know personally certain certain habits uh that i had particularly around um um smoking let's just say for instance i mean the, the switch was very quick what lingered was the urges which was the mm -hmm. the uh, tendency to sort of go in that direction but again noticing again oh there i oh there i got an urge oh i'm having a cup of coffee i've got an urge and knowing that i don't have to do anything about it in this particular case because the habit it wasn't so much of a habit of breaking smoking it was a habit of creating health mm -hmm. i love that refrain yeah yeah so looking at where you're like what you're replacing it with well and then right you know because i can focus on what i consider the problem okay right. i can't which is you know stopping smoking so st stopping smoking becomes a problem and i'm focusing on stopping st smoking and then all of a sudden it's sort of like well there's a big struggle with stopping smoking so i'm focusing on the problem and and as coaches you know um and, I'm, and I know your practice is the same. We don't, we love to hear your problem, but we don't focus on the problem. Right. We right. focus on, on, on what's outside the problem. And in this case, what I'm looking for is not to stop smoking, but to have healthier habits. Right. right. And so, and so, and so I'm focusing more on the healthy habit rather than, oh man, this is such a struggle to quit smoking. And actually it really wasn't because I was, focusing on healthy habits. I mean, it's it's really like, you know, the, the, the habit is the coping, right? So we could go even a little bit deeper on the other side of it. 
right? So yep. when we look at the habit that we're trying to break, it's important to ask ourselves, well, what's behind that? Why am I doing this? What what urge is this feeling? Like what gap is this feeling? Yeah, what why Where was why was doing it in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So yeah. really take it as well, this is amazing feedback. Absolutely. I've developed this co this coping mechanism around the specific circumstances or whatever it is. I do this every time. I don't like it because, right? But what what is it telling me? Right? And why do I want to break it? Well, I want to break it because I want to replace it with a healthier habit, right? In this case, in your case, not smoking, just healthier, right? But what was like smoking feeling for me, right? What was behind that? Yeah. And so really taking the, the habit that you're trying to break as incredible feedback. It's just feedback. I know it doesn't work for me now that I notice it. What was it doing for me? How else can I go and like look at what it what that habit is feeling or trying to cope with and go address that instead? Yes. Right? Yeah. Of doing something that's unhealthy for me. And how can I replace it with a better habit? Right. And and so yeah, repetition is, is one motivation, right? Basically, we're speaking to motivation. Like, what is your motivation to break this habit? Right. So again, remove your focus from the problem. Mm -hmm. Right. The problem is the feedback and really put place your focus on where you're going. Yep. What is it doing for you? Yep. You know, what, how would it change your life to be a non-smoker? Yep. What would be the benefits of that? Yeah. Yep. Right. And really, really place your focus on that because what you focus on grows. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's how our minds work. Our minds want to work on you know wherever our attention is that's where we're going to have it. So if our attention is always on the, the problem, whether it's being overweight or, or smoking or I drink too much, whatever, whatever that is, all you're doing is feeding the problem. Right. right. So, so for me, like ask yourself, like, who do I need to be in this moment? You know, I need, you know, and, and, and then act accordingly, which is pointing your attention to, you know, what are, what are healthy habits? How do I want to show up in this world? Right. And I didn't want to show up with a cigarette in my hand every every five minutes, it seemed, you know, kind of a thing. I didn't want to um, change my my location every time I had an urge to just because you couldn't smoke in public anymore. You had to go to all these private little places. It was getting pretty darn inconvenient. <laughs> you know so this is actually, you know, like pointing to something uh, really important, too. Right. So if I want to stop drinking, right? So what, what else can you do to help yourself, right? Because breaking habits is not the easiest thing at the beginning. And then resistance is going to kick in. It's going to take you towards the habit because the mind always wants to go back to what it knows. The mind wa always wants to simplify, right? So go back to the automated action, right? Yep. Yep. So some things that you can do are like, you can set visual reminders for yourself. You can stack things on top of each other, right? Like if I want to get in the habit of like moving my body for five minutes every day, I can make a deal with myself that I will put a post-it note on my coffee machine, five minutes of movement before your coffee. Because I know that every day, inevitably, I'm going to make my coffee. If for you, as something else is your green juice or whatever it is, right? The one thing that you inevitably do every day, that's where you're going to stack that, you know, like either 
you know, visual clue or like action on top. So then now you remember to do that. You reward yourself for the thing that you really enjoy doing, right? So that's, that's one thing. And the other thing is like, let, let's say in, in your example, or like in the example of someone that wants to stop drinking, I'm probably not gonna go to a bar for a while, right? <laughs> Where everyone is drinking, right? Well, you're, so gonna, you're gonna be, yeah, yeah. You don't wanna test yourself too early, right? Right, right. Yeah. So I'm gonna let that habit set in, right? When I'm really strong and good about it, I'm no longer drinking, I'm no longer tempted. I'm fully in alignment with why I'm doing this and I feel really good about my green juice choice, that's when I can go and test it out, go to a bar, right? But again, so that's an example of an activity that you would avoid. But also, again, if I'm a non-smoker and all my friends smoke, I probably don't wanna be around that. I probably don't wanna be around a bunch of people yeah. smoking in my face, right? So choosing, your, you know, your, your environment, not just in terms of where you go, but who you're surrounded by. Yeah. Having supported, supported people that are going to support you in this, they're not going to smoke in your face, right? <laughs> or drink in your face or keep, you know, guilt tripping you because you're not meeting them, right? But they're supportive of your choices. I mm -hmm. think that's also really important. We often don't think about that, right? Because we go back to our environment, which is filled with clues that bring us back to who we are, our yeah, habitual self, right? Well, the triggers, the triggers, right? And like like you were alluding to earlier, and I just got off a, a conversation um, just before the show, uh, we were talking about triggers and triggers and trauma and various other things. Well, I mean, it's all, they're all habitual thinking. It's all thought created. And, you know, and so whether, whether it's, you know, um, the thought of struggling, quitting something, there's also the same uh, mechanism that's behind, I'm not good enough. The habit of, of not trying new things because, 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 because. <laughs> I was almost gonna go into a song there, um, Wizard of Oz or something like that. It's like, it's like where, where's this music no, coming from all of us? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> it, it, it's so true right because then our mind and that's the other thing that we're going to be up against when we're trying to break a habit is all the reasons why not and that yeah. those are the ways that your mind creates a resistance right we oftentimes talk about resistance right again avoiding going into i am so weak i, I gave in i'm not strong enough right that's that's the resistance that's yeah. a brain trying to take you back exactly where you were, right? Yeah. Well, it's that, to right. Yeah. yeah, your mind is working against you in, in yeah. this instance because its only job is to be efficient yeah. as so, efficient as possible. So so my my big flip uh, is with the, with the non-smoking piece, it was how, who do I want to be in the moment? I want to be a non-smoker. Right. So, be a non-smoker. What do non-smokers do? Non-smokers don't smoke. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. Right. And so, so though that was kind of my little um trick of about you know staying on on purpose, right? Anytime I had an urge, um, I would go, Well, that's interesting. I got an urge, but I'm a non-smoker. Right. You know, like I don't smoke, right? And so 
you know, very quickly, I went from three packs a day to nothing and found myself, you know, doing things that I would normally do with a cigarette in my hand, not doing them anymore right. because I was being a non-smoker. Right. So it's also what I'm hearing you say, like you're speaking to shifting your identity, right? 100%. Shifting your identity. I mean, I remember I smoked maybe for like six months or a year when I was like Ooh, 15 years heavy. old. Ah, it's so scary. <laughs> I'm a 10 year old. It's just, ah, I just scared myself. But like for a very brief moment. But so I remember like it was just the gesture of having this cigarette and fitting in with all my other Italian friends, you know? Yes. That's what I like, but I didn't actually enjoy it. I always thought it didn't taste good, but I still did it because I felt like I fit in. It just gave me more confidence. It made me feel a little different, right? So I stepped into a slightly different identity. And at that age, right, I was like, just stepping into myself and growing. And like, it were the first years of really finding myself in a sense, right? So when I think back to that, it's like, that's really what I gained from it, right? And there is, like you're saying, it's an identity shift. What does a non-smoker do? They don't smoke, right? Yeah. Well, what, what, who do I need to be to be a non-smoker? What, what are the things that I can no longer do, right? Yeah. You, um, you said something uh, really interesting, too, about, you know, how, how you started to, right? And I know we're, like substitute smoking with anything like you know like whatever you want public speak whatever whatever habit that you have it doesn't you know because the mechanism is all the same we associate and this is why we we talk about inside out work right because a lot of what habits are associated with and i love this um i think it was michael neal that first i heard it from anyways there are no solutions to feelings right it's, and so we have we have this feeling, and that's how that's how my smoking started. I had the same thing. I had some insecure thinking. I wanted to be part of a group that I felt I I wanted I needed to be part of, and they all smoked. And I thought, you know, hey, they're offering me a cigarette. I want to be part of that. I want to feel like welcomed. Whatever whatever I those be, feelings. Yeah, I want to belong. I want to. Yeah, be I want to belong. Right. And so I accepted it. And yeah, there was those brief moments where I felt, oh God, I'm I'm accepted now. I'm I feel accepted, right? And and I latched out thinking that must be the mechanism, that must be the way of doing it. And and then it just got into a habit when I really when I, you know, the, and the part was I was so unconscious that the reason why I was I did it in the first place no, was no longer valid. But, but the act was there. It's the same with, you know, the habits of creating our mind thinking around, oh, I'm not good enough or, you know, uh, everybody's against me. Those are, those are habitual thinking habits. Right. And if, and at one point in your life, that might've been valid. That might've been the truth, but it may not be now. Right. So you have to sort of like, okay, so if that's not true and that's part of, part of my challenge was the thinking that was holding the habit, I had to challenge it. I had to say, is it true now? Is it really true? Can I really quit smoking? Do I really need to be smoking? 
Well, it turns out I don't need to be smoking. <laughs> Is that, that's the other thing, right? You just, when you just said that, that's the other thing. Sometimes with something like, again, smoking, because it feels like such a difficult thing to break, there's conditioning behind that too. The yes. rethink is so difficult that it paralyzes us from even trying. Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. so again, it is always, always, always a step-by-step-by-step by step by step process. It never is a cold turkey of changed forever. I mean, maybe in some instances it is, but there's steps getting to that cold turkey too. Well, it's one step. Okay, that was one step that worked that started my process. Right. But there's a series of steps that continue. It's right. not like right. bang, you're right. right? Exactly. Cold, tur cold turkey is just I just I just didn't buy cigarettes anymore. And they never bothered you again. You oh no. Them. Well exactly. It, right. Right. <laughs> no, no, it it's, it's still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's the drug that still has to go through your system, you know, right. the, the the cleansing, the toxic yeah. things like that. And then the the habitual thinking has to leave right. too. Right? Right. I have to keep reminding myself, hey, what are you doing? You're a non-smoker. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. yeah. You know, so much of habit, you know, like, so th this awareness piece, right? Mm -hmm. Become aware of it. Start catching yourself non-judgmentally with compassion, right? Key, key. And, yeah. And do it over and over and over again. Have something to replace it with, right? It's helpful, yeah. Stack stack it to something you already do without even thinking like brush your teeth or take a shower or make your coffee whatever it is put your shoes on right uh, you know I've, i have these pills that i need to take every morning i put them in front of my coffee every time i open the cabinet that thing falls on my head <laughs> do you think i can forget and that's how i got myself to remember it right now i have moved it because i got tired of getting hit by it but like i wasn't doing it so like where's this blood coming from <laughs> this is happening right so create like create your own path to success like you you have to create the circumstances in the environment for you to be able to be successful surround yourself with people that support you yep. do activities that support your new habit become that person through living and breathing what that person would do or wouldn't do. Again, right? You wouldn't go to a smoke bar if you're trying to s stop smoking. No, no. I mean, this, uh, common sense has to play into it, right? Right, but we don't really think about it that way. We don't really look. We look at the habit and we think it's an isolated thing. It's important to understand that everything in our lives, so what creates our environment, our reality, supports those habits well it's molded around those habits can, can i add one one thing to that sure everything we do is a habit right so, right so if if i am going to so if i have to like no two objects can occupy the same space so no two habits can occupy the same space no two thoughts can occupy the same space so if i have the thought of you know, um, uh, smoking, right? It ha like you said, it has to be replaced. So if you're going to replace it with something, and it will be replaced with something, why not create it with something with that you want to be have exactly. replaced, right? right? So you have that power. Like you get to be whoever you want to be in that moment. So it's for me. It was like I'm going to be the non-smoker. 
And boy, I played that role pretty good. You know, like <laughs> if you ever been a, around a recovering non-smoker, it's sort of like, you know, it's like, why are you lighting that cigarette? You know, they're really bad for you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I did that for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, like, here's the thing. Except, you know, the reason why these habits that don't serve as perpetuate is because of that lack of awareness again, right? Yeah. So once you get aware of that, and I want I want people to really connect with this. Once okay. you become aware of that, right? Again, the habitual way of thinking to about ourselves is to feel bad about ourselves, feel guilty, feel shame, beat ourselves up. But like, see it this way. Holy crap, now I see it. What an opportunity to change my life, to actually have the reins and be able to choose what I'm going to make a habit. Yeah. Be able to be the driver. Yeah. In my of my life. You yeah. know, like to to really it's it's truly, and that's why we called it unlocking your potential, is truly unlocking infinite potential. Because now you can choose intentionally. Well, who yeah. do I want to be instead? What would it be cool to be? Right? What can I do instead? Right? And and really not going to the place of why did I do this? And like, honestly, yeah. a lot of it, it's there because you were probably conditioned yeah. to be that way from birth, oftentimes, right? Yeah. It's something that you've seen modeled. It's something that was normalized in your, in your reality. And you just picked it up and you didn't know anything better because there was a lack of comparison. So just the fact that you sit there and you have some habits that you want to work on and, and swap and change that's progress Absolutely. that's evolution that's a beginning that's a beginning of your evolution that's a beginning of you stepping into your potential because yep. you're saying no you're saying i'm i'm taking charge i'm making the decision of what yep. i'm going to replace that with yeah and there's excitement in that Not Whereas, only excitement there's huh? <laughs> there's there's hope in that right Right. right. And and what this world really needs now is a lot of hope. <laughs> it's right. It's, it's, a, it's an empowered way of looking at it. Absolutely. Right? Instead of really focusing on how bad we feel about all these things that I never hit the gym my whole life and like I'm a lazy person, right? How is that changing? <laughs> that habit that you want to change? It's not. Okay. You're non, you know, someone who has never worked out. I want to be athletic. What does an athletic person do? They go to the gym. Yeah. Where did they start? Where they started? Didn't start seven well, days. See, you, <laughs> just, you just you just hit you just hit a really. I, I just got goosebumps right there, because it's not about the gym. It's not about the. It's about yeah. It's about mm -hmm. who you want to be. Right. Now right. it may include the gym. Right. Right. And a lot of people go, "Oh God, I'm going to get this." fitness machine in the house i'm going to be healthy no 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 you got to start off with who do you want to be right right and then yes it might include a home gym it might include going going for walks every day right. who knows what it is but you have to start with who you want to be and then act accordingly right because that comes from your own inner motivation right yeah. so i'm not going to the gym because that's what's on Instagram or that's what's, you know, well, that's what everybody's or, doing. So where, that. or that's where I meet guys. I mean, maybe you could do that. I don't know. <laughs> that's never worked for me. But like, you know. 
<laughs> I don't really want to look at anyone sweating when I'm at the gym, or I don't want I don't want them to look at me either. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying is, there has to be a deep. It's deeply personal. Changing yes. habits is deeply personal. Absolutely. What is your deepest motivation for this? Yeah. Don't do it because your husband's nagging you. No, Don't not- do it because your friend did it and they look so good. What is your motivation? What, what drives you? How is yeah. this going to make your life better? How yeah. is this going to even make you feel more confident and better about yourself? That's okay if you do it to, to work towards that. Who doesn't want to feel more confident? Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah. Right? What are some things that support that? And always bring yourself back to that. Always go back to your why. Yeah. Isn't that what we teach everyone as coaches? Well, Right. What is your why? And I have um. And I'm gonna. I'll, I'll send you send you a copy so you can share it with your with your group too. But I have a really nice little worksheet that I was working with clients, and it's and it's the ten questions. And we talked about this in other shows, right? Right. Yeah. right? So you look at what you want to change, right? And and it's about mot- about finding out what the what the motivation is behind the change, right? So you recognize, oh, I want to, I want to quit smoking. Okay, so if I quit smoking, I will be able to. And then you fill out the blank, and then you ask that same question again, and again, and again, and 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 you'll find that you get deeper and deeper into the real reasons why you wanted to quit smoking. I want to live long enough so I can see my grandchildren get married. I want to, you know, and and it solidifies it right there and then. It's sort of like. Like there's no, absolutely no question. Yes, I know it's a struggle. Yes, I know it's hard work, but like anything, any change, like, like, um, like, like if I cross my arms one way, that's a habit. Now I'm going to ask you to cross it the other way. And it's it's awkward. awkward. Well, of course it's awkward. You're breaking a habit. It's supposed to be That's awkward. a habit, too. I love, 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 love that you brought this up. It's so true. That happens to me every day. Well, not every day. I don't go to yoga every day, but that happened to me in yoga today. She's like, cross your arms this way. I'm like, oh, my God, why can't, like, I felt like, why can I not do this ever? But the other way feels so natural. Yeah. But- yeah. And, it's, and all it is is just that. So when you realize the awkwardness or the struggle is just part of the process it doesn't mean right. shit i'm failing right. it just means you're you're evolving you're changing right. and the, and the more often you do that your potential opens up and you really get to see man i am stronger than i thought i was i am good enough i am whatever right, right. you know right. so um so I, I, I'm going to put the, uh, later on, I'll put it in the description, but, but get in touch with either one of us and I'll, and I'll send you this sheet and you can do it on your own, um, in your own time. But the, I call it the 10 questions, um, you know, um, and it's just a, it's just a process that you can go, uh, uh, on your own time and everything. And it's wow. really helpful. And really figure out what is underneath it. What's your reason for doing that? If you like you said in the beginning, you are now aware that there's something that needs to be changed. Right. Like you're aware of a habit, you're aware that it has to be changed, or you feel like it needs to be changed. Well, okay, here's the process. Here's here's part of part of it, right? Who do you want to be? What is your why behind the change? Like, what is the reward, right? Because 
because basically if there's no reward if there's no right, hope, right? why would also, also be very hyper aware of your body absolutely because what is going to be your friend in this case is not going to be your mind when you're like trying to rewire a new habit your body is going to be what's going to give you the clues right so the moment that i i get into a habit that i want to try and change i did it you know unconsciously without noticing the moment that you start feeling like crap inside that you have that thing in your stomach or in your chest or you feel the feelings are building up yeah what's your clue your mind is taking you back to your habitual thinking yeah. okay so getting upset about let that express let it express. I'm never for like suppressing that. No. Let it express if you need to scream, scream. Actually, you should express it so that you don't go into into your mind. Because yes. what we do, what we do when we repress a feeling that shows up, that's knocking on the door, when we repress it, if we cannot express through our body in the form of like physical movement or shouting or whatever you know your way of emotionally releasing is what happens is now we go into our head we start like intellectualizing it right yes. yeah so the moment that you feel that in your body that's your clue okay low upset because i fell for it again thank you right ah whatever it is maybe it's a little louder than that <laughs> moving on what is my why why am i shifting this habit right always acknowledge it What's coming out, feelings about this, really focus on the feeling in your body rather than going in here. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot go in here because the moment that you go in here, you're in the background. Yeah. Then you're trying to change. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, a friend of mine uh, and a coach, uh, I did a uh, workshop with her, Kathy Casey. She, she talks it up like it's like a mental detox in the sense of that's what's happening. Like you're getting all these shitty feelings and, and and sensations that are just kind of detoxing out of you and again as long as you understand that that's the process it doesn't mean that it's not working it doesn't mean as a matter of fact it means it is working right the awkwardness the noticing of the struggle the all that kind of stuff, those are all temporary they're all temporary and just to focus on you know the light at the well i shouldn't say the light at the end of the tunnel that might be depressing but <laughs> Like, <laughs> with a bright spot on my head but the it's like, but the, the the potential of what what's on offer after right you know and and in really a very very short period of time when you consider you know uh, our 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 life and whatever else is concerned i mean it took you this long to to create one I guarantee you, it won't take you that long to break one. I guarantee you it. I guarantee you it. So I want to talk a little bit, a, a tiny bit more about the feelings, right? Because sure. something else occurred to me. So the feeling happens, right? We do something, we mess it up again, and now we're upset with ourselves that we fell for it again. Damn, I'm smoking. I don't even realize I lit this thing up, right? Whatever it is. And now you have the feeling, right? So you can shout it out you can go to the gym you can you know emotionally release however you want but sometimes you can also just just like close your eyes and sit with it and feel where it is in your body yeah. and breathe into it breathe into it right because also that that is also part of the 
you know, being able to shift your habits because we also have the habit of making an immediate connection between the feeling and the judgment, right? The feeling comes, we feel bad, and we immediately have a thought pattern that sets up. That's right. It's attached to it's attached to it. So that's yeah. also habitual thinking, right? Yep, absolutely. I feel this thing in my body, immediately I go into disempowerment. I'm not good enough. I'm this I'm going to my story, right? So the moment that you close your eyes and feel where it is in your body and you breathe into it, you're you're doing pattern interruption. Yeah, you're now moving, shifting your focus from that reaction into where the, where this is happening in your body yep. right and mm -hmm. now you're you're preoccupied there instead of being rehearsing telling the story judging getting mad right yep. building it up in your intellect yep. now you're, you're in your body and allowing accepting that feeling allowing it to be really feeling it and we do have the habit in that you know socially we've been really conditioned to repress that don't show sadness, don't show vulnerability, uh, tears are bad, you know, we're really, actually, they are the healthiest thing you could do for your emotions. Well, just there to cleanse you emotionally yeah. from, from the inside out, right? So accept them. Yeah. Accept, accept that discomfort that comes in. It's just discomfort. And, and guess what? It only takes 90 seconds for that to dissolve. Well, yeah, and and I was just going to, um, I was sharing some research for with a client this morning around it, the the thought feeling connection, right? As long as there's thinking about it, right? That feelings were always were always going to be there, right? But when we can, as you uh, said, you know, with the disconnect, when we focus just on the feelings, we're disconnecting our thinking away from the feelings. That there's a half life. To, to feelings. So at the moment, it feels like 100%. In one minute, it's 50%. So we already we see a shift, a half-life of the feelings. And like you said, in you know another 30 seconds or another minute from there, it's half of that. So it feels even less as long as the thinking. So yeah, I, I'm a firm believer. Like point to, like, I, I really feel anxious. Well, where does anxious appear for you? Well, right here, right here. Okay, so just focus on that for a second. Just focus on that, and and when you do, like you take a deep breath, whatever whatever you um, instinctively. You can use do. breath work too. Just but, sure, yeah. but you're but what you're doing is you're focusing on the feeling and disconnecting from the source of of fuel. From the from the machine from the program. Machine, yeah. Right, and then it just and then you go, oh shit, I don't feel that way anymore. Great. Right. Yeah, no, no, that's that's, that's a really good dis distinction because uh, as long as you're fueling it, and that's why we don't focus on problems. We don't focus on the habit of not not smoking. We focus on the habits of good health, the, the habits of whatever a non-smoker is, or whatever that appears for you to be. Right? It really, problems, bad habits. Again, they're just amazing feedback. Yeah. How would you know to change it? If it wasn't showing you that it needs to be how it's not serving you that's what what the problem is right something that's not serving you in that moment or well and, and 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 we talked a lot about the physical side of things i just want to uh you know being mindful of our time but point out the psychological habits like you know like i 
I have the, you know, sometimes I get these habits where, um, you know, um, uh, somebody will say something, something to me and, and immediately I'll, I'll, I'll take it as criticism or I'll take it a, a sort of a wrong way kind of a thing. Right. Um, again, it's just, again, it's just a habit that comes up. I hear something and right away associate it with something, right? Noticing that I am being triggered or how you want to interpret it is, is really half, half the battle right there. Right. Again. So it's like, okay, so who do I want to be in that moment? I don't want to be the guy that feels like a victim. I don't, I want to feel empowered. Well, how does an empowered pe person act? Right? Well, if I'm acting accordingly, if when I hear feedback, it's feedback. <laughs> it's like it's not criticism, right? So when I notice that, oh, I'm feeling like I'm I'm being attacked, that's my signal, my of oh no, I'm pointing in the wrong direction. It can't be I'm being attacked. I'm just getting feedback, right? So again, it's it's a it's a. It's a see Elsa's, um, let me bring it in. Let me see if I can do this. Her comment here. Hello, it's true that I started to change last year and failed because I came back to environment associated to my habits. And that's wonderful that you're seeing this. I'm happy that we're, yeah. you yeah. know, like put this in front of your awareness. Yeah. And I want to take this opportunity. I hope that you don't mind to help you take this a little bit further by removing that word failed. Let's remove, let's be very intentional in, in the ways that we use our words because the word failed, I'm sure, has a very negative connotation. Oh, that's for me. Right? I'm completely projecting because I can't have this conversation right face to face. Yeah. But let's replace that with feedback. Yeah. I got feedback, right? It's there's no failure, right? It was just feedback. Now you know. Without that feedback, you wouldn't know. Do you see how that changes things? Without that failure, now you know, right? Without that feedback, now you know. But it sounds very different. So it's also changing the habit of using certain words that creates empowerment within us. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Dropping those really heavily loaded words that create a sense of I'm not good enough restriction, right? Yeah. So if a word makes you feel constricted, Think of a different way that you could express that same concept mm -hmm. that's more empowering. And that's, you know, that's that's NLP, that's coaching. And, you know, but like there's a lot of power to the words that we use in general to describe well, ourselves. Words are probably the most powerful right. thing right. we have, have in our toolbox. Right. So I just wanted to point that, point that out. Uh, and then she's saying, I'm trying again from last month, more prepared now. My mind had time to understand why I want to change this habit. Thank you. was very, very happy when what we talk about is helping the audience. So if you have any questions, please put them in the chat. We'd love to help you through anything that you find challenging or that it's not clear or that we haven't touched upon. But, you know, it, it really, like all things, you know, one of the things that we always tell people, it's an inside out process, little steps at a time, right? Consistency, and what is your why? I mean, th those are key aspects of transformation 
there's no transformation without change. There's no change without changing our habits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you're going to have a habit anyway, so you might as well make it a good one. Right. You're good. You're going to make every single you. We are like living, walking, breathing habits. Sure. We are. Yeah. We have to think about every single thing that we do and we say. We would not be getting much done. No. Right? No. The things have to become automated, have to become a habit. We're trying to do this with our show when we set it up, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then things become easier, right? Yeah. And they become easier by doing them over and over and over again. So really think about it like starting to walk or starting to talk or riding a bicycle. It feels very hard at first, but over time, you're going to be doing it without even thinking. And the same thing is for habit change, or, you know, like yeah. when you're trying to shift something. And Elsa, like Elsa was pointing out, you know, this, this, that whole notion of the failed work, right? Right. I mean, can you imagine growing up, learning to walk and everybody just said to you, well, you're failing, you're failing. Right. 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 We, we don't as adults look at children and, and, tell them, hey, you know, you're doing it all, you know, you're failing, right? But for some reason, we think it's okay from an adult point of view. And it's not. We are, right? We are still have that inner child within us. And we still have all that unlimited potential. We are the only ones that are really judging ourselves. So right. give ourselves a break, right? You know, um, love yourself more. Be like the falls and just gets up. Exactly. That's how you learn, right? It's it's that's just how you learn. It's just feedback. Learning works. Love it. it. Yeah. Learning works by trying over and over again. Everything works that way, right? Yeah. So be the child that just bounces. I mean, my kids. Oh my God, the number of times that like they had so many bruises and bumps, they could care less. I'm like, he looks like I beat him up all day. That was that was really what I was all concerned about with my son, you know, my first kid. And that my daughter was way more cautious, but like he couldn't care less. No. He could not care less because he only had one objective. He wanted to stand up like all of us. Yeah. He wanted to walk towards us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so bring yourself back to this this mental association, even when you when you feel like you're going down into the rabbit hole. Think about a kid that's learning to walk. Well, and, and I love I love that. I mean, I learned so much from my grandkids and my kids as they were growing. I have a um, a four year old. Actually, he's five now. But when he was four years old, um, grandson, he learned how to ride a motorcycle, an actual oh, motorcycle. And, and yeah, you can think of what grandma and grandpa were thinking about. It's like, oh my goodness, right? But it was funny, you know. Like the the parents were kept him in a really safe environment. There was a lot of like sawdust and in the big field and stuff like that but what i loved about this kid and and for me this is the greatest life lesson when we're making change in our life is every time he crashed every time he fell over on his bike he would get up and, and yell to us i'm okay i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> and he'd get back on his bike and just keep going right and trying different things and and that you know what try shit out if if it doesn't work that's feedback right but yell you to yourself you get up and do it again and guess what it's okay to take breaks from it too you're okay alone. yeah you're you can take breaks you can just give yourself a break too 
Yeah. It's not the end of the world and it doesn't mean that you have taken five steps back. You can get up and do it again once you have gathered your strength and your motivation. Again. Absolutely. Maybe you have there's something to be looked at there, right? Maybe we just need to work on that motivation a little bit more. Maybe we need to try a different way. Yep. Whatever it is, it's okay to take breaks. And right? don't worry about what happened in the past right. or what might happen in the future. They're 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 all illusions anyway. You're in the perfect place right now. Right. You're in the perfect place right now. now. Yeah. You have all the power. You have all the tools. And you know what? And if and if there's anything more, I mean, reach out to us. I mean, we're more than ha happy to, you know, sit down and, you know, have a half hour, an hour conversation with you about this. Um, because, I mean, let's face it. If more of us do better, the world will do better. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And on that, yeah. We're gonna leave you. <laughs> listen, listen to us on podcast if that's easier for you. We're gonna drop the episode tomorrow or the next day. Uh, subscribe, follow us, share the show, share the show with someone that you love that you think would benefit from this conversation and help us amplify our, con our impact. Yeah, we love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye now. Until next time, how long do I need to stay like this? I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> Did you Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate every listener that is committed to the journey of transformation. And if you found value in today's episode, join us for the next conversation as we take on a new topic every week. Subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss any tips and insights. Your experience of the show means a lot to us. So please help us amplify our impact by posting an honest review. This action matters to us more than you know. You can find us on social media at An Honest Look Podcast and on our YouTube channel at An Honest Look. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao. And until next time. <laughs>